Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. Whether you're building, buying, designing, or renovating your next project, come to The Home Building Hero to find out everything you need to know. Today's topic is all about windows. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you for tuning into The Home Building Hero today. So today we're going to talk about windows and What I'd like to do in this podcast is cover a few different things on windows. So first off, I want to go over some of the different styles and windows that you're going to find in new homes because there are a lot of different styles. And I think sometimes people just don't even realize that windows are made very differently and have different forms and functions. So we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to spend a few minutes just talking about the construction of the windows, like talk about UVAC factors and energy efficiency and those kind of things so that you guys really understand what you need with your windows because windows are one of the most important components of the home and a lot of times people just overlook them they just say hey that that's a pretty window in that room or you know um, this room seems bright and looks good to me and windows really are important because They are something that can be a a total nuisance for people if you pick bad windows and it's something that you're going to regret for a long time and it's not exactly cheap to replace them and so when you're building or you're renovating, you're going to want to make sure that you pick decent windows right off the bat and that's an area where you can definitely spend a little bit more money on it and you won't regret it and it's going to be something that you'll be glad that you made a good investment on. So let's begin by talking a little bit about window styles. So most common that you're going to see on typical new homes and and on a lot of homes in the market, uh, for example, is that you're going to see what's called single hung windows. Single hung windows are very popular windows because they're affordable and they give you a lot of glass uh, and, and a pretty open viewing area. But there are some downsides to single hung windows as well. So a single hung window basically is going to be two panes of glass and typically the top panel is going to be fixed. And then the bottom panel will slide up and down. And that's gonna be your single hung window. And so the advantage of those is that they um, are affordable, but yet they're not going to give you you maximum usage because you're only gonna be able to open the bottom. And then the bottom sash will tip down typically for cleaning, which is fine. However, you know, when you look at that, to clean, it becomes a challenge because you have to now reach through the window up and around to clean the outside top panel. So that can be a little bit of a challenge. The next type of window that you're gonna find is the double hung window. So much like the single hung window, you can have those two panes of glass. However, the double hung window means that the upper sash and the lower sash will both be able to slide up and down. So the upper slash will slide down, the lower slash sash will slide up, and you can, change your airflow and double hung windows are nice because if you let's say have an office and you've got paperwork on your desk instead of lowering the or opening the lower sash rather and having the wind blow and move all your papers off your desk you could open the upper sash and you know direct that airflow kind of over your desk area for example so those are obviously a little more expensive you know you're probably looking at 75 maybe 100 dollars more for a double hung window over a single hung but you know, if you want that extra functionality is well worth the cost. The next really popular style of window is going to be your casement window. And a casement window is a crank out window that um, typically is more rectangular. 
and it's going to have window cranks built into it. And what, what you do with a casement window is um, you see those on multiple different styles of homes. So especially like Tudors and a lot of the newer, more contemporary homes, you're going to see more casement windows. They tend to be more expensive than double hungs, but they are more energy efficient. Uh, one of the nice things with a casement window is that you're going to have the ability, like when the wind blows, it's going to push tighter against the frame and it's going to have a better seal. So they are a little bit more energy efficient and they don't allow quite as much air leakage, especially when you have a windy day. And casement windows, again, they're going to be more expensive than your single hung and typically more expensive than your double hung window. However, uh, they are very popular in new construction. They also work well in places like bathrooms or over kitchen sinks because if you think about reaching over um, a tub or a countertop to try and open a, you know, a sliding window that slides up and down, it's a very challenging movement. Whereas a casement window just has a little window crank, you crank the window open and uh, it's very easy to manage. And for cleaning, they're, they're okay. You know, obviously you can clean the inside very simply. Uh, in order to clean the outside, you either have to do it from outside or you have to be able to reach your arm uh, around the other side of the window uh, where the hardware is and, and reach around. So sometimes that's feasible and sometimes that is not feasible. So that's one kind of little you know disadvantage sometimes on a casement window is it can be a little bit more challenging to clean. You also have other styles of windows like your sliding windows. And sliding windows are, you know, affordable type windows. And much like a single hung window, think of a single hung window just flipped on its side. And that's typically your sliding window. So it's going to have a fixed panel of glass and then the other panel is going to move. You don't see these typically as much in the main levels of a home. You will see those sometimes on a lower level. Uh, they are pretty affordable actually for windows and uh, they will give you you know a decent amount of glass but uh, they're not not that the best setup and I wouldn't recommend them unless you know you're putting them in a lower level or sometimes you will see them you know if you have an area where you need a not a very high window but a longer you know window that you need that rectangle kind of feel to it again basements are perfect for this then a sliding window will work pretty good for you there so other types of windows that you're gonna see, and sometimes people don't understand what these mean, but there's also a transom window. And a transom window is a fixed piece of glass that would go over the top of another window or a doorway. And uh, we've also see transom windows now over showers. We see transom windows over cabinets and kitchens. So it's a great way to bring in extra light they are, uh, you know, obviously going to be pretty good with wind because they're not operable at all. So it's just a fixed frame of glass. And uh, it's just kind of an architectural term. And if you put a transom in, that means that it's a window that goes above another type of window. You also have your picture windows. So picture windows are similar to transom windows where they are fixed window and they don't open. And they tend to be a lot larger than your other types of windows. So a transom or a picture window, rather, um, you know, you can have sizes that are, you know, in excess of 70 inches wide by 70 inches tall. And this just gives you massive viewing area. Uh, again, you're going to lose out on the operability of the window. However, you can, you know, then supplement those with single hung, double hung casement windows on the sides of them. And it makes for a very nice, um, you know, feature in a room. It can also kind of 
deck up the wall, so to speak. So you can use like a picture window in the middle with some other uh, types of windows on the side and it can fill out a wall, bring in a lot of light and also, you know, have a very interesting, you know, architectural look with the home. You also have other styles of windows like your ellipticals and your radius windows and your circle top windows. These are going to be some of the most expensive windows because they are typically custom made and anytime you're doing anything in a non-square design, it becomes a lot more challenging to put in your casing and your base or your casing rather. And a lot of times you have to get custom made casing for these windows because they're just more expensive. They're more expensive for you to you know, have someone custom make that elliptical shape so that it matches the the shape of the window. So, you know, a, a really big elliptical window, you could be spending $2,500 on easily. And you may also have to spend a couple hundred dollars to even a thousand dollars just to get the right piece of trim for that window. So it's very expensive. And, uh, you know, you usually see them just on a focal point in a home, like maybe right in the center over a foyer, um, or you know, if you've got a really you know bumped out area with a um, you know a nice big window there, you might see that over the top is kind of an accent piece. So we do see quite a few of those as well. There are a lot of other window styles as well. So you might see, and we don't see as many of these now, but you'll see bay windows, and they basically protrude from an exterior wall and they make like a little shelf. So a lot of times people put their plants there and um, it's built out over the outside of the home and it typically will have a roof over it and you get two angled windows with a you know a fixed window in the middle. So a lot of times the angled windows are going to be operable like a casement type window and then your fixed window is um, it comprised of the center of it and that's a bay window. And um, you know we see that a little bit more on older homes I think newer homes are getting away from those a little bit, but it is still a nice architectural feature. Uh, they can tend to be somewhat costly as well, just because of the angles involved and the size of the glass and everything. But it also gives the illusion that the room is a little bit bigger and gives you that extra sense of space. Then you also have your boat window, which is very similar to your bay window, but the boat window typically is going to use a group of casement windows and again, they're going to be um, kind of all put together and each at a slight angle and just to create that bow effect. And again, you'll have a, typically like a little shelf or something on that ledge. So again, it gives the room a little bit bigger appearance and you'll typically see these um, sometimes in, you know, like a, a family room or in a dinette area. And they can be, you know, kind of a nice uh, architectural touch. And the other thing that I didn't mention earlier on windows is that you know, when you have single hung, double hung, or casement windows, you know, they can always be grouped together. So casement windows, a lot of times you'll see all sorts of different patterns. You'll see groups of two, groups of three, groups of four. And uh, again, you can also, like I said, implement the picture window with it. So creating a lot of different looks and styles and you can take a room of any size and then fill it with glass and single hung and double hung windows especially you can group them together and so a lot of times you'll see what's called a mall window and a mall window is where you're going to group you know two windows or three windows or four windows together so you have to be careful with mall windows that they're designed properly because when you build those together 
Uh, a lot of times, if there's a penetration anywhere in between where you mull the two windows together, that's a great spot to have a leak. So you have to be very careful. And a lot of times when you get mull windows, it's best to get those right from the factory. They're factory made and mulled together. So they actually get shipped out, built together as you know one complete unit versus taking two individual window units and, and trying to splice them together. And then last but not least for window styles, you also have your storm window. And storm windows are going to be um, like an extra pane of glass that goes on the outside of the window and it provides another layer to block out drafts or help prevent heat loss. It also gives you another air pocket between the glass and the more air pockets you have between the glass, the more uh, resilient or energy efficient that window can be because you're creating more air space and more insulating value. So now that we've talked about window styles, let's jump in really quickly and talk briefly about windows and their energy efficiency because I think that's one of the often overlooked things. Obviously, you want to look at the style of windows from an aesthetic standpoint and you know you might have a house with a mix of casements and single hungs and double hungs and, and that's fine. You might have some homes that are all casement windows and it just depends on the architectural style of the home. But you also want to look at the energy efficiency of your windows and if you don't do that, you are going to regret it because one of the biggest heat losses in a new home is through your windows. If you imagine a wall, your wall is typically going to be anywhere from an R13 insulation up to an R21 insulation. Whereas a window is only going to be maybe an R3, R4 setup. So the more glass you have in the home, you can imagine you've got this really high insulated wall and then you have this window that is not nearly as energy efficient so that's where a lot of your heat loss is going to go so it's really important especially when your r value is low that every little bit makes a huge difference so if you can jump up a little bit in your r value of your window it makes a huge difference on your heating and cooling costs but window companies typically use a different factor when they measure their windows and that would be what's called the u factor and this number you don't want high, you want this number to be low. The lower the U factor, the more energy efficient the window is. And the U factor basically is um, the rate of heat loss in a window assembly. So the lower the U factor, the greater the window's resistance to heat flow. And it also has some better insulating properties, okay? So that's a national standard. And um, higher performance windows are going to have a U factor of 0.30 or less. And if you get a really, really good, like a triple pane window where you've got three panes of glass uh, and, and the, the inert gas in it and everything, you can get U factors as low as 0.15, okay? So th that is a very good rating on a window. So again, you wanna make sure that you're looking at that U factor and you want the lower number that you can get, the lowest number you can get and that makes a big difference. So the other thing you wanna look at for the windows besides the U-factor is to see if they're Energy Star rated. Energy Star is a national program that certifies all sorts of different products from your appliances to uh, your windows. Uh, you can even get Energy Certified Homes. And Energy Star has a few requirements in order to get that rating on it. And I would definitely recommend that you find windows with low U value as well as windows that are 
Energy Star rated. So they're going to look at a, a few different factors. So in order to get an Energy Star rating, you do have to have a quality frame material. So it's got to be you know a durable, low maintenance type material that helps reduce the heat transfer on the outside frame of the window. They're also going to look for having multiple panes of glass. Most new homes don't have single panes of glass anymore. Most have at least two panes. And of course, if you can upgrade to three panes, even better, because that's going to make the home super energy efficient. But besides that, you're going to need other things to get the Energy Star rating. You're going to need to have low E glass. And that is a special coating that reflects infrared light. And it helps keep the heat inside in the winter and outside in the summer. So you want to have that low E um, coating on your glass. That makes a huge difference because, again, if you don't have that coating on there, you're going to have a lot of sunlight coming right into the home. And, uh, you know, in the summer, that's going to make the home a lot warmer than it needs to be. So in order to also get the Energy Star rating, you're going to need to have some sort of gas filled in between the two panes of glass. So that can be argon or krypton, and uh, it's a typically an odorless, colorless, non-toxic gas that helps better insulate against, um, you know, insulate the air, and it's better than using regular, you know, breathable air. However, you will have issues sometimes down the road where if that window has a seal failure and that glass leaks out it will discolor and you can see it visibly right away so you know that you need to fix it and then the other component that you need to have an energy star window is also what's called a warm edge spacer and that would be basically a section under the glass and uh, it typically is non-metallic uh, or a non-metal hybrid and it basically insulates the edges of the panes and that reduces the heat transfer. So it's not just having good glass, it's also making sure that the frame itself is well insulated. And if you have those components, then you can have an Energy Star window. So now we've kind of covered the styles of windows, we've covered the energy efficiency of windows. Briefly, I'm just gonna touch on the three different uh, types of windows and what's made, what they're made out of. So we'll go from kind of least to most. The most common window that we're seeing now on the market today is a vinyl window. And vinyl windows are very popular because they are a little bit more affordable and they have low heat transfer. So that's one nice thing about vinyl windows. And they're typically going to be, um, you know, like made of vinyl, obviously, but they're going to be, if you cut the window in half and you looked at it, it's going to be basically formed inside that window there's going to be basically little sections and it's it's going to have a lot of strength to it so that even though it's made out of vinyl it's going to be a pretty solid material and vinyl windows the advantage of them besides the low heat transfer are that there aren't a lot of wood components if any on them so they typically won't mold they won't discolor and they work out very well and like i said you're going to see a lot of them in new construction and also in the replacement market the next type of window that you're going to see is going to be your wood window. And your wood window is going to be a traditional window that's made completely out of wood. So if you like the natural wood look, a wood window is a great option. And um, you gotta be careful, not many people do these anymore, but of course you can have a pure wood window where it's wood on the inside and wood on the outside. That's gonna require a lot of painting and maintenance. I don't recommend that at all. However, you can get aluminum clad wood, wood, wood windows and that will make the outside of the window with either a extruded which is going to be extruded piece of aluminum or a roll form where they roll the aluminum on the outside frame of the window and 
that will prevent you from having to do maintenance on the outside of that window and yet keep the, the natural wood look on the inside. So you have your aluminum clad wood windows. And again, you can get the extruded clad or the roll form clad. There are differences. So you may want to look up on the internet just to see what the difference between those are. But um, it's sometimes easier just to look at a picture versus trying to explain it. And then you also have your fiberglass windows. And fiberglass would be similar in look to vinyl, but it's a more durable material. They tend to be a little bit more expensive than your vinyl windows, but you can also get your fiberglass windows. And um, again, those are going to be very durable. They're going to last a long time. Um, a, a wood aluminum clad window is going to last a long time, other than just the fact that on the inside, if you get a lot of sunlight on the inside of the window or you get very extreme weather conditions you can't get condensation that would maybe damage the wood on the inside so that would mean that you need to sand and refinish the windows on the inside down the road but the fiberglass windows again are going to be much like the vinyl where they have the lower heat transfer and they are going to be also um, very low maintenance you're not going to need to paint them or do really anything with them they're, and they're also going to be very durable so those are some of the different styles and types of windows and we've covered the energy efficiency of the windows and we've covered you know u factors and energy star ratings um, one other thing that you may want to look at when you're purchasing a window is the wind rating and that's sometimes overlooked but windows have a wind rating and the reason that's important to you is that if you're looking at windows and especially if you're on a hilltop or an area where you know you don't have a lot of coverage not a lot of trees and you get a lot of wind blowing through you can have a really you know, well insulated window that has, you know, good low E on it and things like that. But if it's allowing a lot of wind to go through that frame of the window, you're going to still feel drafts and you're going to be unhappy with those windows. So, you know, they do have wind ratings. Um, a lot of typical windows on the market are going to have a 35 mile an hour wind rating, which is okay. But if you can get one that has a 55 or higher wind rating, that will really prevent those drafts from coming through the window. So I hope you found this episode of the Home Building Hero to be super informative. We talked a ton about windows and styles and all sorts of energy efficiency things. And we want to encourage you to continue to enjoy the podcast by making sure you subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. We have new episodes coming out every Monday, every Wednesday, and every Friday. And we have a brand new website. So you can check in and make sure that you don't miss any of the latest episodes on our website. And it's easy to find. It's homebuildinghero.com. You can go on the website and see our latest episodes. And also, if you want to reach out to us and leave a comment, it's very easy. Just go on the website, fill out the form. If you got an idea for a topic or have any questions that you would like us to cover on future episodes, just reach out on the website. We're easy to get a hold of. And we appreciate all the support. The channel's growing by leaps and bounds. And we thank you for that because you guys are tuning in and you guys are helping us grow. And we are so proud to be able to fill the void of information out there in the marketplace on home building here at the Home Building Hero. So I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you again for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you.